everybody. It's TJ. And Celine. And we're back Ooh. with another episode Ooh. of TJ, TJ and Celine. Nerd out to two nerdy, nerdy things. things. We're in a spooky mood. Spooky season. The spooky season is almost upon us. It is upon us. Once September hits. <laughs> I've been watching scary shit since August. <laughs> also that. I mean, I always... You and I tend to just, like, watch <coughs> scary shit, I think. Yeah. But, like, this time of year, I really love it. Oh, this... Uh, fun fact, Halloween is my favorite holiday. Love it. It's my favorite holiday. It's my... My go-to. It's my Christmas... And I love Christmas, too. I'm so torn between the two. Like, when Halloween gets here, I'm always like, oh, it's my favorite. But then when Christmas gets here, I'm like, oh, I love Christmas. I do the same thing. I love dress up and make-believe, and I love a good ghost story. Totally. Which is what brings us here today. TJ, tell me. What are we talking about? Well, a couple years ago, probably like two or three years ago now, there was a little Netflix show that came out. Mm -hmm. And... Not many people knew much about it. No. Um, there was no campaigning. No. There were no ads. No. I think I just happened to accidentally see a trailer, mm-hmm. like um, on Netflix. You know what? If, I don't know if your TV does it when you're on Netflix. It'll automatically play, play the a trailer. Play the trailer, yep. It, so it played this for something that just came out, and I'm like, well, that looks kind of good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? never heard of this. Yeah. We uh, just finished watching the first episode of The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Based on the book of the same name, The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Yep. Not the same story by any means. No, I've never read the book. I thought you did. No, remember? I asked you if I should and you said no. Maybe I'm thinking of a different book then. No, I didn't read. I read, read Turning of the Screw. Maybe it was that one. Yeah, I did not read Hunting in Hill House. So, this is the rare instance where I think the TV show is phenomenally better than the book. That's why I didn't read the book. I remember this exact conversation, and you were like, it is not like the TV show at all. Not even and a little bit. And I was like, so no, don't read it? And then you said no. I mean, it's considered a, like a, a gothic horror classic. Yeah. But... Wasn't exactly your cup of tea. I remember this conversation. We had this exact same conversation almost. Yeah. It feels like deja vu. Yeah. I think it's in a podcast episode too, actually. Probably. Somewhere. I could bury it, dig it up. Yeah. Buried. Um, yeah. I watched the show completely alone because <laughs> Mason does not watch scary things with me anymore unless I force him, which is like a feat in itself. It takes a lot of effort and time on my part. So I watch this alone. So I've only watched this show once. And I'm going to tell you why I started watching it. I was actually looking at... I was on Vulture, the like TV review site. And I was um, just looking at some TV shows that I could potentially watch for Halloween, for spoopy season. Mm-hmm. And there was a review on episode one. And Vulture's reviews, I'm not sure if you've ever read them. But they're, like, super in-depth. Like, it's basically just a synopsis of the entire episode. And so I read, like, the entire, like, synopsis of the episode. And I kind of thought to myself, this sounds creepy. 
Like, what? And then as I kept reading them after I'd watched the episode, because there's some stuff you miss, as mm-hmm. we found out much later, there was a lot of stuff that we missed that were I'm seeing for the first time now. TJ's mm-hmm. already seen it, but... Yeah, it's like infuriatingly creepier the second time around so I want you to talk about that because you've seen it through a couple times I've, so I've seen it through like probably this is probably my fifth time around yeah um probably fifth or sixth so in my opinion this is one of the best horror shows I have ever seen in, in my opinion I agree it's very geniusly is that a word I don't think it is it's it's very well done. It's done in a way where you don't you don't realize something is a clue until you see it happen, if that makes sense. Yes. And I think that <coughs> I think I'm not like a really good foreshadower. Well that's not true. I can Last I can foresh Last toys, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um I can like pick out parts and pieces of something and be like, oh, this is what's going to happen or whatever. Um, This show I could not. And I had no clue what was happening the whole time. Almost up until the end. I still still didn't know. No. So we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. But this first episode. This first... So... This first episode, it literally, I, I feel, hooks you from the moment the first word is said. From the get. Yes. From the get-go. Yes. I think... I 100% agree with you. It's just... It's 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 gripping in a way where it... It's like the moment that... Um, the brother starts talking. Stevie? Steve, yeah. Steven? The moment that Steven starts talking, you're hooked. Mm-hmm. And the show opens with one of my favorite passages from the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read it just because I think it's so creepy. So, the show starts off with, No live organism can continue for long to to exist sanely under conditions of absolute reality. Even larks and katydids are supposed, by some, to dream. Hill House, not sane, stood by itself against its hills, holding darkness within. It It had stood so for 80 years and might stand for 80 more. Within, walls continued upright, bricks met neatly, floors were firm, and doors were sensibly shut. Silence lay steadily against the wood and stone of Hill House, and whatever walked there, walked alone. I just got goosebumps reading it. I know, I did. I did <laughs> it's just, like, that to me, like, what a creepy way to start out a show. This show actually has, and I won't say it yet, I'll say it when we get to it, has one of my all-time favorite, just like quotes which if you would have asked me that question yesterday that's what I would have said as like my favorite quote yeah um I won't get to it yet when she says when we hear it I'll tell you what I'm talking about um it's not a creepy quote but it is it was something that was said that like made me kind of feel because I'm heartless sometimes but I was like (laughs) yeah anyway um yeah the first episode hooks you it just like your first couple minutes in you're kind of like what's Who's who? What's going right. on? What's, Where are we? What's happening? Yeah. And there's creepiness immediately. Yes. Like, immediately. Literally. Like, it opens up and it's like something's already happening. 
like, so one thing that I didn't notice that you pointed out was, did you see that thing moving when Nell, baby Nell was sleeping? I didn't yeah. notice that before. I didn't I watched, either the first time. I watched this show at our, on our old, <coughs> on our old TV down, that's downstairs in our apartment. Yeah. Right? So it was dark and gloomy and this TV's much bigger, much clearer. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah. What is that now? I'm like, what's moving? Right. I didn't know that things, that was a moving thing there. Yeah. What's happening? Um, I just have like three main things I want to talk about. Sure. So that was the first one. I didn't know that was there. Two, BuzzFeed put out this entire article after the show aired of all the ghosts that are in the background. That, that was, you don't even notice the first time you watch. You don't notice. I have not watched this. Just to preface, I have not watched this a second time. This is my second time through. So this is pretty fresh for me. Watching it and seeing those ghosts. Ah, dude, what? Yeah. Exactly what Mason said. Yep. Um, watching it and seeing those ghosts now, especially now that I know what to look for, has, is literally terrifying. Mm-hmm. It makes it scarier. Because they, some of the ghosts blend so well into the background, you don't even know that they're there. No. I remember, so I, after I watched episode 10, I remember I went, because um, I love BuzzFeed. I do um, They have a way of, of... Hooking you? Of laying everything out where... Of hooking you and laying everything out where... Your ADHD you're like, doesn't burn. Right, where you're like, oh my God, I didn't, know, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. notice that. Mm-hmm. So after I read that, I went back and watched like the first episode. I was like... Didn't even know that was there. No. So creepy. Awesome. I hope you can hear Mason in the background. <laughs> and you can just hear him yelling, Oh, bless me. <laughs> um, no, I, yes. BuzzFeed, I agree. I love BuzzFeed. Love a 10 list. Yep. Love like a top 20 whatever list. It's such a good layout for people with ADHD. Yeah. Because it gives you consistent information in a very quick nine second way. Yeah. And it's fun. And it's fun. It's easy. I, I can't focus for much longer. That's why TikTok is my bread and butter. Like, I'm like, woo, that's yep. good. Good video. Um, so, two, that was the ghosts in the background. And we did see a couple this first episode, which is, you, you guys don't, you're not here with us, but I'm going to paint a picture. TJ's watching like a, a normal human, like a, a well-behaved gentleman. I am literally in fetal position almost this entire show <laughs> with the blanket covering my eyes because as much as I talk a good game, I'm a ginormous pussy um but so yes. she does a good job still push through still yep. push through i love a little pain in this house that sounded weird <laughs> hmm. interesting three the final thing i want to talk about is so when i first watched this I, I remember like already being annoyed about nell and like how how they were treating her yeah. And I remember, like, the first time I was like, they're really shitty siblings. No kidding. And I was like, and when she's dead and he sees her, you know, this first to the first time you watch it, you're like, they're really shitty siblings. Like, he's the worst sibling. Yeah. So, when I see it again, and I know exactly how it's going to end and, like, what she's going through mentally, yeah. it just makes me so sad. It leaves such a bitter taste in my mouth because really Nell, out of all of them, like, was the purest. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She, which kind of brings, brings me to the point I'm going to bring up in a little bit. Um, but she was. She was the the, the purest and most innocent of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, That's those are my three. The big three is um, the. I forgot even what my first one was. 
<laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, the ghost, Nell, and we're really good at this whole thing. Oh my god, it's been literally two minutes. That's okay. Anyway, whatever. Those yeah. were the, the. We can go back and I can remember. You'll remember yeah. as soon as I start talking. Yeah. So that's what, what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And um, I, also, just a quick roll call, maybe, because it's TJ's favorite thing to do. Heck and I yeah. make him do it every time. Let's. Can you lay out the act cast? Yeah. So, um, especially with anthology series. Yeah. I love doing like a roll call. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, I, for me, it's fun to see Anger. actors play a completely different role. It's my favorite part of your blogs. Sometimes they nail it. Sometimes they really miss the mark. This cast, though, I feel like is the most perfect cast for these roles. They all, like, weirdly look alike. The, who, the kids that they got to play... Look like the adults. Yes. I mean, they literally look like they could be their, their younger brother mm-hmm. or sister. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, really kind of scary. Um, but, yeah, so we have some really... Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, this has a lot of, uh, well, I, I don't know if I would say star power, but. There's a lot of regular actors that you've for sure seen in something. Yes. So, like, we got some players that have been in a lot of TV or movies or whatever. Yes. Um, do you want me to, I can start it. I have most of them memorized. Um, I just like to get a list up because okay. I, I don't, I, I know I'm going to miss one. Um. We'll start with the mom and the dad, and then we'll work our way down. Yeah. Um, so for the dad, you have Henry Thomas, mm-hmm. who has been an actor since a very young age. Why and, is that? From what, TJ? And Celine just found out something yeah. new. Um, it's Elliot from E.T. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's he, crazy. Yeah, he um, he played Elliot in E.T. I've seen him in other things He's as been an in adult. a lot of things, yeah. And I've never connected the dot... That, that that's Elliot from E.T. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. He's had a pretty diverse career, um, from indie films to big pictures. Yeah, no, he's a pretty hard-working actor. Yeah, um, and he's been an actor since very little. Literally a child. Um, fun fact, in this episode, the very first episode, when they go into Luke's Playhouse, there is an E.T. lunchbox. With Elliot on it. Yeah, um, which is kind of a fun throwback yeah. to, you know, his time yeah. on, as cool. Elliot. I know, but... Next, uh, we have Carla Gugino as um, Olivia Crane. I should have, I should have said Henry Thomas plays uh, the young Hugh Crane. Yes. Carla Gugino plays Olivia Crane. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, beautiful actress. She's literally Stunning. another one who has probably one of the most diverse careers in Hollywood. She cannot do wrong for me, and that began with Spy Kids. For me, it began in Son-in-Law with Polly Shore. <laughs> um, I agree. She, she's such a good actress, and she... Uh, I love her, like, like just deep, husky voice. It's just like... She also is a, a lip talker. Like, so, some people, like, they'll be yeah. like, hello, how are you? You know, where their lips are doing more movement than their actual face. Yeah, like Angela Bassett. <laughs> Like, how are you? Like, yeah. Baby, come here. Yeah. It's so gonna be okay. And I just, I can't do it, because I'm just like a face, like a like a facial expression talker. Yeah. Um, she's a lip talker, and it's sultry. Yeah. Like she, she's saying, hi, how are you? Like, how can I, uh, Yeah. I agree. 
She's a really good friend of yeah. Zack Snyder. Yep. And um, Zack Snyder said that if he would have continued with his versions of DC movies, he really wanted her to play Catwoman. I would have loved that. She would have been a wonderful. Catwoman. She's got those great eyes. You she know? also remind gives me Michelle Pfeiffer vibes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so wonderful actress. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have Michael Huseman, who I think that's how you say his name. Heisman. Heisman. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays um, adult Stephen Crane. Mm-hmm. Um, probably most well known for being the replacement on Game of Thrones. I can't. I don't know his name. Um, oh shit! What's his name? I can't remember. Um, you keep talking about him. I'll find it. Um, yeah, most well known for Game of Thrones. He was also in the movie Age of Adeline with uh, Blake Lively and Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. He's a very, very good looking man. He is. Especially when he has a beard. Uh, um, he and is stunning. So he plays the, the oldest Crane sibling. Dario Naharis. Just saw it right now. Yep. yep. Um, he was the replacement for, mm-hmm. um, he was the second Dario Nahalish. Yeah, because the first one was Ajax from Deadpool. Yep. I don't know his name. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Uh, next, and I think I'm going in the right order of, of oldest youngest, um, we have Elizabeth Reeser. Yep. Um, she plays Shirley Crane. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Shirley was not in the book. Originally, Shirley was made up for the show. In honor of Shirley Jackson. In honor of Shirley Jackson, correct. Um, so she plays, yeah, she plays Shirley Crane. Most people, pro- most people probably know her from Twilight mm-hmm. as Edward's... Esme. Uh, Esme pseudo mom, yeah. I guess. Um, she's also on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. That's what I know her mostly from. Because mm-hmm. um, she had a pretty, pretty big story arc. It was like a season-long story arc on there. Yep. Um, so that's mainly what I know her from. Uh, next, we have Kate Siegel. Siegel. Mm-hmm. She plays Theodora Crane, which you were just telling me about it. What do we love about that? Her name? Her name. Oh, I love her name. Yes. Oh, Theo so for a girl. I love a boy name for a girl just because I love a gender swap. Yeah. Such a cute name. I like a name that can have multiple names. I love it. You can call her Theo. You can yeah. call her Teddy. Yeah. You can call her Theodora. You can call her Dora if you want. You can call her Dora. You can call her Dory. <laughs> yeah. You can call her Dodo. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Dodo? <laughs> um, so I, I think she is a... Phenomenal actress. I love Kate Siegel. I think she is so pretty. She looks so much like Carla Gugino. Yes. And I know her from the movie Hush, which mm-hmm. is also another Mike Flanagan mm-hmm. one. I love that movie. Um, where she plays a deaf yeah. woman. Yep. I didn't know she wasn't actually deaf. No, she played a great deaf woman. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, like she yeah. killed it. Um, she does a great job in this. She. That was a good movie. I think this, this show was one of her best acted roles. Yes. And she's been in a lot of different Mike Flanagan movies. Which are they is, married? Yeah, I was going to say, which is weird because, like, you know, they're married. I was going to say, I thought um, they were married. Yes, it's his wife. Yeah. And he puts her now in a lot of his works. Well, she's good. Yeah. 
She's a good actress, and like, yeah. why not? <laughs> you know? It's free. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> exactly. It's free. Uh, next, we have the twins Luke Crane and Nell Crane. Nellie. Is that Nell's full name? Is it just Nell? Um, Eleanor. Eleanor. Yep. I love the name Eleanor, too. I do like that one, too. I love the name. Or Eleonora. I love that name. Yeah. I, I don't... I think Eleanor is really old-fashioned, but I love the name Nell. I think Nellie is such a cute name. I love... Yeah, I do like Nell. I love the name Eleanor. I th- I've th- thought about making that a yeah. future child's name. Yeah. Um, or Eleonora. Yes. I like that. And it makes it a little bit less old. A little old. different. Yeah. A little younger. Yeah. Yeah, kind of more modern. Kind of little. You know? Yeah. Um, we'll start with Luke. Luke is played by Oliver Jackson Cohen. Another tree of a man who is... That even as a drug addict person, is a I would very good looking man. I still climb him. Climb mm-hmm. him like a tree. Mm-hmm. He's very good looking, even as a, a doped they- out person. <laughs> Like, they can't expect Oliver to be ugly. Like, even, like, strung out with bags under his eyes, I'm like, oh, he's so dreamy. Yep. There was, like, a meme I saw where it's like, but he's so hot, though. (laughs) He is. Yes, he is very good. I have not seen him in much else or anything before this. I think he was more of a UK-based actor. I was going to say, he was a British actor. I've, I've seen him on a lot of UK shows, like... He was on Skins, Misfits, okay. those kind of shows, but never in like American TV. Mm-mm. So I don't really know him from anything. Um, next, we have Victoria Padretti. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, she plays now. Um, this was, I think, her first big role. It was. Um, it was like her debut. Yeah, like where she had a leading role. I think mm-hmm. she was on like one or two things. She was like extra. Yeah, it was like an extra, but this was yeah. like her first leading role. Yep. This is pretty life-changing for her. Yeah. Um, I think, if I remember if I remember right, Mike Flanagan saw her audition tape and was so blown away how well she did um, that he cast her on like, the spot without looking at anyone mm-hmm. else's audition tapes, which is, like, rare. She... she so, <coughs> now I've seen her in multiple things. She was, she was the lead in the season two of the show You, which mm-hmm. she hasn't watched. Um, and she was also in the season two of Haunting of Fly Manor. Mm-hmm. I don't like her as much in that one, but yes. I mean, she's still a phenomenal actress. Oh, she through is. Through, and she, I think she's a chameleon of a person. And actually, I just saw a TikTok about her. She's actually got a lot of childhood like trauma and stuff. Really? Yeah, she has. She has this interesting background. And it was kind of cool to see. She was just talking about how she said a really poignant line for me. She said that I'm looking forward to a day where I feel very neutral about myself. Which is, like, kind of a line, right? Yeah. Like, And I was, like, I kind of had to think about that one. And I was, like, what does that mean? And I get it. You're on, like, a extreme high about yourself or you're on a low low, right? You're never, like, just, like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, an interesting way to say it. But, yeah, I, I... Yeah. I'm looking forward to feeling neutral about myself. And I was, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, but I just wanted to share that tidbit that she's got a lot of trauma and that was something that she mentioned, which I think plays into the character she plays because they're all pretty trauma-based characters. Which leads me into my next part. So I'm not going to introduce the, the kid actors because no. um, they're very talented, Yes. but they don't. They, I have not seen them in anything else other than this. No. Other than Little Nelly was in Black Widow. Yep. 
And she was also in Doctor Sleep, which is also another Mike Flanagan movie. Yep. Um, anyways, talking about trauma. Mm-hmm. So, this whole show deals with grieving, the grieving mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. Literally, each character represents a step, a step of the grieving process. There's five steps. Um, I had it pulled up. I, I don't. I, I know them, but I just don't know them in order. Was, yeah. Um, but this first episode, I consider this episode Stephen's episode. Stephen is in the first stage of grief, which is denial. denial. Yeah. He denies anything has ever happened at Hill House. He thinks that nothing supernatural happened that night. And he is on a mission to prove that ghosts aren't real. He actually makes a living out of of it. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, so this, this whole show is literally about the grieving process and dealing with trauma which is what that's actually why I brought up yeah. Victoria Pedretti um yeah and it's like a in some ways it makes you feel kind of better watching it because you're like oh this is somebody's process yeah which mind you when you're watching the show you don't think that because you're shit scared yeah um yeah yeah I, and you know I think I, I because I didn't know that at the time of watching it, mm-hmm. and now that I've watched now and then after I watched it all through, and I read that that it was about grieving. I think that's why it sat with me more because like. I've grieved a lot, <laughs> you know. I think everyone has grieved at some point, yeah. you know, some more than others, um, and I've grieved a lot for people and pets and all that. So I think that's why it really just hit me because I was like. It was such a well done way of showing that how explaining right how trauma from young age can affect you into your adulthood. I agree. So, yeah, I I I really enjoyed the first episode though. I did too. It was good. It, this felt like watching it for the first time. I actually forgot some things, so yeah. this is fun. This is TJ's idea, and he was gonna actually rewatch all of this by himself, and then I was like. Well, like, what if we watch it together? Yeah. Well, because, you know, you know, like, once you watch something, you don't really want to watch it again. Well, I'll watch anything again. You know? Almost anything. I shouldn't say anything. Especially if, like, maybe it's a couple years old. Like, yeah. I don't, like, don't want to watch it again. No, it's been two years. You know? Yeah. But when you said you wanted to, I'm like, like, you do? Like, for sure? No, yeah. I would, well, I just didn't want... I've been wanting to watch it. <coughs> I just don't want to watch it alone. I get that. So... Yeah, no, I, I do. I don't mind watching it. Like, I love wa- I love the show. I loved it the first time. I was just happened to have a panic attack the whole time while I was watching it. So, yes, especially the bent neck lady episode. Oh, you guys, I told TJ this, but for some people, being scared is like like the things that go bump in the night, right? Yeah. For me, it's the like the image, the imagery, like. Annabelle's like ghost when she's in the sh- the movie when you see her face yeah. sticks with me. Um, same with the insidious the picture woman in the picture yes. sticks with me. Bent like bent neck lady sticks with me. Like I just like can't help but like when I when you're sleeping I can't help but squeeze my eyes really shut because I don't want the bent neck lady 
to be above me because the image is burned into my head at this point. Yeah. So that's really, that's very creepy. That was probably the first creepy part of the show. The last creepy part is when we find out Nell is dead. Yeah. Yeah. And she basically unhinges her jaw and turns gray like a corpse. Yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about um, every episode yep. afterwards. Some episodes might be longer than others. This one, a um, little bit longer because we have to introduce. And, how much? How long was this you one? Know, not, not too bad. Um, only 28 minutes. Oh, that's not so bad. Not, not bad. No. Um, but some will probably only be like 10, 15 minutes. It depends on you know? how we're feeling or what kind of episode it is. How yeah. many episodes is the show? Only 10. I was going to say, that's not, yeah. Um, I'm hoping that we can watch it all before Halloween. Oh, yes. I, I think we will if we watch two episodes a night. <laughs> I was going to say, we're watching two tonight. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We totally will. Yeah. It's spooky season, people. We, You'll hear more spooky reviews from us, guys. We're going to go hard this year because we didn't get to last year. Or the year before. Or the year before. We watched Halloween and Hocus Pocus and It. That's actually pretty good. This year we're going to go all out. 30 days of Halloween, even if we have to save these episodes and post them every day for Halloween. True that, yo. We could do that. That's a good idea. Stockpile. <laughs> That's what some people do, like podcasters that go on vacation. Yeah. They stockpile episodes. Well, that's what we did yesterday. That's true. We got a new episode coming out tomorrow. Yeah, and then the we're gonna have like three episodes this week, maybe four. Probably four, because we're gonna podcast yeah. this after. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh my god, that's so exciting! Yeah, I feel like real podcasters now that I said no. that. Oh my god, <laughs> we're doing it. You know, um, but yeah. So as I mentioned, um, there's there's five stages of grief. This episode was about denial, and it was mainly about Stephen. Mm-hmm. The next stage is anger. And we will discuss that once we get to that part. Agreed. So, any last thoughts before we sign off? No, I'm just super excited that we're watching it again. Me too. All right. Well. TJ and Celine. Out. Bye. 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 Bye.